Well, friends, we are just about to finish up our second year of homeschooling our twin boys, and I have loved discovering what works best for our kids. If you are ready to discover some fun new approaches to learning, you will love Baiju's Future School. At Baiju's Future School, students receive personalized attention and a world-class learning experience completely online to supplement their in-person school education. They have small group and one-on-one learning, and Baiju's Future School is committed to helping students become creators and shift away from passive learning to active learning while building the skills that they're going to use for the rest of their lives. Baiju's Future School is the leading online learning platform that is revolutionizing education for millions of students worldwide. In Baiju's coding course, students can explore the fundamentals of coding through their favorite games like Roblox and Minecraft. You guys, my twins are on Roblox all the time. This is the kind of learning that speaks just to them. So you can join the millions of parents accelerating their kids' learning today. Right now, Baiju's Future School is offering our listeners, you awesomes, their first class for free. Just go to baijuice.com slash podcast to sign up for your first class absolutely free. That's B-Y-J-U-S dot com slash podcast. It's March the 4th, 2022, and I am so excited to welcome a brand new regular to the Sorta Awesome lineup. You all got to meet Mindy last summer in episode 322 about inclusive play for all kids. Mindy Browse is a mom of seven, and she's also one of the creators and co-hosts of the Bookend Homeschoolers podcast. You hear her regularly on the Currently Reading podcast. So you guys, when Mindy approached me last year about an idea that she had for a podcast, featuring very real, very candid conversations about issues that we as women often face in midlife in this big span of the midlife season of life. I was super into the idea. So we have had some good conversation back and forth. And ultimately we decided to move forward with that conversation But instead of a new podcast, we thought, let's just kind of tuck it in neatly here. It's sort of awesome where 99% of our listeners are women and a big chunk of us are in that midlife sweet spot. Wait, did I say sweet spot? I think I meant sweaty spot. (laughs) (laughs) Really hot spot. The hot spot. Yes. (laughs) Mindy, welcome back to Sorta Awesome. Hi, Meg. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. This is going to be so much fun and enlightening. Yes, I do think it's going to be so much fun. As you and I talked about, this is one of those conversations that women are like, I can't believe nobody told me this, that I've made it this far in life. You know, I think maybe some of the issues we maybe have overheard our moms or our Mm -hmm. aunts, our grandparents kind of talking about, but it maybe never really registered or settled in if we did overhear it, right? Right. Like I've been so frustrated at how our culture doesn't want us to talk about this openly. Like those of us who have had children, when we got pregnant, there's like this huge shelf, right? Sure. And who, raise your hand if you bought what to expect when you're expecting. And all of us went and bought them, Uh right? Why is there not a push and a shelf and a book that says, what to expect when you can't be expecting anymore. I mean, <laughs> yes. I there should be a whole shelf on this and there should be really big conversations. But I feel like our culture is like, yeah, it's going to suck for you, but go talk about that 
in your closet or something? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You're yeah. just going to need to keep it to yourself, basically. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> but really, yes. I mean, so many of my friends we've said to each other, I didn't know it was going to be like this. No one told me, no one warned me, no one prepared yes. me. But we want our awesomes to know everything. We want everyone to know the things, the things, yeah, that are normal, that they're, that these, a lot of these issues are so common. And most importantly, that we're in this together. So yes. Mindy has had this amazing idea. I'm excited to move this conversation forward. And this really is a conversation for all women, mm-hmm. truly. This is a conversation that needs to be normalized starting with puberty, just like period talk should be normalized mm-hmm. and pregnancy, all the things. This one needs to be normalized too, so that when you start having symptoms, you're not not like, wait, what? what's happening? What's going on here? When it comes to midlife stuff, it's like, who do we turn to? Who do we talk to now? So right. you guys, uh, don't worry, we've got you covered. Welcome to the very first installment in this brand new series, Midlife with Mindy and Meg. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sort of Awesome. Welcome back, awesome, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you've been looking for amazing women to connect with and a community that will support you, again, no matter what age or stage of life you're in, I am so thrilled to tell you that you have come to the right place. And if you're enjoying Sort of Awesome, please make sure that you've subscribed so you never miss a new episode from us. If you love what we're doing here on the show, pop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. Believe it or not, people really do find Sort of Awesome in our community through their podcast app all the time. So those ratings and reviews really do matter and they really do help other people to find the show. So again, Minty and I have a great conversation planned for today. I can't wait to get into it, to talk more about like what our heart is behind this new series and all of those things. But Mindy, first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you're new to sort of awesome, awesome of the week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever's making life a little more awesome right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, a movie, podcast, a product, something bringing a little extra sparkle to these days. Mindy, what do you have for us this week? I have a new addiction to bring you. So if I this, love a new addiction, yeah, I know if this becomes a problem, <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> I love onions, so that's a weird intro, but okay. I have <laughs> a, a little, new I was not expecting a, that. Yeah, that's not didn't go the way you thought. Yeah. I am completely addicted to Trader Joe's caramelized onion <gasps> dip. Oh my Y'all, gosh. Yes. I adore caramelized onions on pretty much anything. So anything yes. I put cheese on, I want caramelized onions on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in preparation for um Super Bowl food day. Uh, some people call it Super Bowl. I, it's all about the food and the friends for me. But yes. I was looking and Katie Cobb, a mutual friend, of course, a beloved yeah. friend, told me about this dip. And I, I, Meg, I kid you not, I immediately drove into town, which for me is a 25 minute drive. And I bought three packs of it because they were really little. And I was like, well, not really little, like yeah, for a normal human. Well, yeah. And also if you're right. serving a crowd for the Super Bowl right. gathering, yeah, you you definitely need to grab more than one for and sure. And there's seven in our house. So I'm like, well, yes. that's like, so yeah. <laughs> I yeah. tried it and I love it. So now I don't use it really as a dip. I use it as a condiment. So on my fried eggs in the morning, yeah. on a burrito, <laughs> pretty oh, much yes. anything, y'all. It is so good and you don't need to use a lot because it has a caramelized onion has a good, strong punch taste, right? Totally. It's really good. So anyway, that I'm 
It is so awesome. I can hardly believe how much I like it. But guys, go try it. It's fantastic. I love it so much too. I have to say, I can and often do spend so much money just on the dip section. <laughs> Trader Joe's. <laughs> I love a dip, Mindy. I oh. love a dip. And I'm like you. I don't just... And act as I think about it, I don't actually really use them as dips that much. Like I'm not really a chips person. I'm not really a crackers person, but I do love to slather those dips on all kinds of things. And that is one of my very favorites. I think that's like the bonus awesome of this awesome of the week is that think of dips as a condiment because I am a chips and salsa girl. That's mostly what I eat. It's like the bottom of the food pyramid for me, (laughs) but, and I don't sit and I don't have dips typically Yeah, because Meg, I will eat an entire container with chips, sure. if, if allowed. But now I'm looking at the dip section, section as a totally different thing. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You guys can go on my eggs or my burritos or whatever. So yeah. For sure. All right. What is your awesome of the week? Okay. This is one that our superstars have already heard me raving about recently. I just talked about this in our February Awesome Overflow. Again, if you're new to Sorta Awesome, our superstar awesomes are our Patreon supporters. And once a month, we put together an Awesome Overflow where we just kind of talk about whatever's on our mind. So superstars have already heard me raving about this new podcast. Now I need the whole awesome nation to know about it. So the podcast is called Normal Gossip. (laughs) which had me hooked from the beginning. <laughs> it sounds so up your alley. You're like, I'm sorry, what? It is, absolutely. So I heard about it from Nick Qua's newsletter. Nick Qua is a man who uh, writes for Vulture now, but he's been writing and reporting on the podcast industry for ages. I totally trust his taste because he listens to a ton of podcasts. Literally, that's his job, which dream job, by the way. Um, And so in his newsletter, which is called One and a Half Speed, um, he talked about this new podcast, Normal Gossip. Here's the line that Nick Qual wrote about this podcast that I was like, oh, I'm in. I will subscribe immediately. He wrote, few things exist in the universe more potent than good gossip, especially if that gossip has minimal stakes and has absolutely nothing to do with you. And I was like, oh, Nikwa, you know me. You know me, sir. You wrote that line for me. That was the perfect <laughs> intro to this podcast. So the podcast is hosted by Kelsey McKinney, and she produces it with Alex Sujong Laughlin. Kelsey McKinney may sound familiar. That name may sound familiar to you. She's a writer. She is um, a former evangelical who uh, wrote a debut novel that came out last year called God Spare the Girls. But this podcast doesn't have anything to do with that (laughs) that part. (laughs) That's just, if that name sounds familiar, that might be why. So the setup, Mindy, for this podcast, Normal Gossip, is every episode, Kelsey has a guest. And in the opening segment of the episode, they kind of talk broadly about the nature of gossip and especially like whoever the guest is, what their interaction with gossip has been in the past. So like if they grew up in um, a religious environment, was gossip considered like a sin? Um, Is it considered like mostly like a women's sin thing? Um, Or they might take a different spin and talk about like it being part of family culture. Like if you have a big extended family, the role that gossip about, you know, you know, who's doing what and those types of things, the role that plays. They kind of talk about the experience of gossip being a way of communicating within marginalized communities, marginalized groups of people. So like in spaces where it's not safe to directly call out somebody who's 
not cool to be around, then gossip kind of fills in the cracks there and kind of lets alerts everybody to what they need to know. So the beginning segment from just like an anthropological, sociological point of view is so fascinating. So that's the first part of it. Truly. So good. Well, then Kelsey has these gossipy stories that have been sent to her. She anonymizes them. So nobody's real names are being used. So Kelsey tells her guest the the story, and then she and the guest react to the story as they're going through it. And one thing that I love that Kelsey does from a production standpoint is like three different points in the story that she's telling, she will stop and ask her guests, like, what would you have done in this situation? So you kind of get that feedback and it, and it really is a great, yeah, kind of a really good production choice to keep the guest involved in the story. So some of the stories are a little bit more mundane, but some of them, Mindy, are absolute (laughs) crazy bonkers, wild rides. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell you guys my very favorite one so far. Go listen to this one. There's eight episodes in the first season. The first season just ended. So it's like totally bingeable. You could listen to all eight, but if you're like, I don't know if this is for me or not, go listen to episode five. The guest is Lacey Mosley, who hosts the Scam Goddess podcast. So you might be familiar with Lacey Mosley. It's episode five. It's called leave him a little bit broken, a little bit mad. And Mindy, it involves this amazing story with Southern sorority girls having some petty friendship drama and major wedding drama as well mixed in. So I'm hooked. I want to listen. So good. Yes, please. It's so good. And Lacey Mosley is so funny. I laughed out loud in public multiple times as I was listening. That one I loved so much. I listened to it twice. So Again, it's the Normal Gossip Podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen and you love it as much as I do, please come find me so we can talk about it. It's so good. I love it so much. Sounds so juicily awesome. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's the perfect way to describe it. So those are our awesomes of the week this week, you guys. We always love to hear what is awesome in your life. And so if you have not joined us in one of our social media communities, we would love to have you join us there because we definitely talk about awesomes of the week every week and just kind of whatever else is going on. So come and find us on Instagram at Sort of Awesome Show, or we would love to have you come and join us in our Facebook community. It's really the heart of the awesome community where we um, not only talk about awesome things, but also challenging things. We troubleshoot uh, dynamics with each other and just kind of support each other along the way. So that's facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. Mindy and I have so much we want to share with you, and we're going to get to all of that when we come right back. Okay, friends, as we get ready for spring, I hope you are getting ready to spend less time meal planning and more time enjoying the season ahead. This is the perfect time to check out Every Plate. Every Plate is America's best value meal kit. While most meal kits come with a premium price tag, Every Plate offers delicious dinners that will not break the bank. So let Every Plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. You can choose from 17 delicious weekly recipes and then, well, just sit back because they're going to deliver those pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your front door. Every Plate's quality ingredients come carefully packaged and pre-portioned, helping you save money and reduce food waste, like that bag of mixed greens that you throw out almost every week. Don't worry, friend, I do it too. And think about it this way. Every Plate is so affordable that one meal from every plate is about the same price 
as one cup of coffee. Last time I cooked up every plate, I did the lemon chive chicken legs with the schmaltzy carrots and garlic mashed potatoes. My family, especially my kids, went nuts over it. It is so crazy to me that every plate is so easy and incredibly affordable even for a family as big as ours. So try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME179. Again, you can get started with every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME179. Okay, you guys know that the awesomes will never lead you wrong. And in the almost seven years that we've been making Sorta Awesome, I have never seen our community love a sponsor as much as we love Billy. That's because Billy is the best razor for women at half the price you'd expect. And with these crazy changing temperatures we've got right now, my skin dries right up, which is why I actually love shaving with my Billy razor because Billy razors are super moisturizing. They help detoxify my skin with that built-in 360-degree charcoal shave soap. Billy's crazy affordable starter kit comes with their award-winning razor, two precision, five-blade refill cartridges, and of course, that cult favorite magnetic holder. Listen, I love Billy razors. My teenage daughters love Billy razors. The awesomes love Billy razors. So don't suffer another second paying a pink tax for a bad shave. Go to mybilly.com awesome to get the best razor you will ever own while supporting this show. Billy is half the price of other razors plus free shipping always. Just go to mybilly.com awesome. That's spelled my B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash awesome. That's mybilly.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, a spicy question for you. Spring is just around the corner. It's the season of the birds and the bees. And I'm wondering how you're doing with your goals for bringing more pleasure into your life in 2022. If you need a little support in the pleasure department, you're going to need to check out Foria. Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Foria has a seriously enthusiastic following with tens of thousands of people who have had their sex lives transformed through you using these products. And yes, I'm telling you from personal experience that Foria's bestseller, Awaken Arousal Oil, is the ultimate pleasure pregame. Awaken is like a warm-up that helps you really get in the zone, increasing your pleasure and deepening your orgasms with a partner or solo. So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more, deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it as often as possible. And you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal just for you awesomes. Get 20% off of your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash awesome, or just use code awesome at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash awesome for 20% off of your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil. You'll thank me later. Okay, we are back. And again, this is the inaugural conversation in our midlife discussion series that I'm really so excited about. Now, you guys, I want to tell you that today we are going to focus on some of the more like, I don't know how else to say this except to say like bodily changes of midlife, right, Mindy? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we, we got to start there. I think that's, that's the best yeah. place to start. I really do. Because I do think that of all of the aspects of what dynamics we're facing as women in midlife and the changes that we experience, I do think that the more bodily parts, the ones that are almost like the least talked about, like eventually we're going to kind of talk about parenting and how your dynamic changes right. with your parents when you're in midlife and you know what you have going on with your kids when you're in midlife. So that's a whole conversation. We're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about sexuality in yep. upcoming episodes. 
But today, you know, we were thinking, and, and Mindy, I think you took the lead on this, and I think this is really an excellent place to start because some of the most noticeable changes that start happening, I think before you even recognize like, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I, I've got some major changes happening because it's so easy to blame it on other things in life. I think it really starts yes, in the body. It does. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about two different aspects. We're going to talk about our cognitive and mental health. And then later, we're going to be talking about how like our monthly cycles are affected. And again, no matter what age of state or stage of life you are in, I would really encourage you to hang with us because... I mean, if you are a woman, this is going to be your reality, or maybe it has been your reality. And maybe you can kind of affirm for us, like, yeah, you guys aren't crazy. This is a real thing. Well, and, and in our friendships, I think sometimes we can see things happening in our friends that they don't see because they're living in it moment by moment. Yes. And a part of being a good friend is saying, hey, how are you? doing yes (laughs) you know and so even if you're younger you may have an older friend who is starting into perimenopause and doesn't realize it because that's what happened to me i didn't know that's what was going on Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely okay well let's start there let's start with talking about one of the first things that resonated for me and i know you've experienced too is this idea of like one day being like am i am i actually losing my mind (laughs) am i okay Correct. No one told me, Meg, that I was going to feel like I really was losing my mind and that I was going to really be struggling mentally. Yes. I thought there was something wrong with me. For sure. And I had zero warning. Yes. All of a sudden, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm mad. I'm short tempered. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at all the people in my house like, who are you? Why are you ticking me off? Yes, all the time? Mindy. Yes. And no one, I had no idea yeah. that one of the very first symptoms of perimenopause is not feeling like yourself mentally. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad. Thank you for saying it so concisely. Um, and just before we get further into that and kind of dive mm-hmm. in, just so you guys know, I actually looked this up so we could all be kind of clear about what we're talking about when we use these different terms. So if you're premenopausal, that means you're just living your life, you're having your regular monthly menstrual cycles. It's, you know, it's just life as usual for you as a woman. When you enter into perimenopause, one of the key markers is that you may experience some irregularities in your, in our cycles, in our monthly cycles. So this could be anything from shorter cycles, longer cycles to differences in our flow and all of these things that are just like, oh my gosh, this is different. When did this start? I don't think I like mm-hmm. it, but here we are. So that's one of the markers for perimenopause. And then we have our early postmenopausal women. That's when you have not had a period for 12 months and you're like right. five years or less since your final menstrual period. And then late postmenopausal women, they've had their final period and then five years have passed. So I didn't even know there was these different categories, but here we are. Yeah. I didn't either until it started. Yeah. But truly, Mindy, the most specific one that I felt, even as I noticed my cycles were changing and those types of things, was I started having completely erratic mood swings. Just like, oh my gosh, I felt like Mm -hmm. I felt the level of mood swing, the level of agitation and irritation that I felt when I had postpartum depression, except I wasn't postpartum. Exactly. (laughs) I thought I was just solidly in midlife. I'm like, wait, why? I'm feeling like early pregnant. Like, yeah, holy moly. Like, Meg, one of the first signs that I am pregnant is that my husband just irritates the heck out of me. (laughs) 
And that's how I've caught two pregnancies. I've been like, wait a minute. He is just so annoying. <laughs> wait a minute. When did you become this annoying? Oh, right. wait. It's me. <laughs> oh, wait. It's me. And I had no idea. And so then when I was – it's very normal to experience changes in mood. Yes. Unusual irritability. That is a not a typical perimenopausal symptom. Yeah. Unusual irritability. Yes. Sadness. Grief, a sense of loss, a sense of hopelessness, and memory loss. Yes. Y'all, those are all on the list as typical, average, normal, normal. run-of-the-mill perimenopause symptoms. And guys, this doesn't feel good because it's not like, hey, you might have one of these. Yeah. No, no. This is the normal list, Meg. This is the normal checklist. This this is your menu for the next, (laughs) oh, what? Three to 10 years, Meg. I know at least with pregnancy, you're like, this is just, I can, I can push through. It's a limited amount of time and I can see the end. Yeah. You can see the it's end. It's actually going to end. Yeah. You know, huh. but when I went to the doctor for the first time, I was like, I am really struggling. And first thing she said is, oh, we need to you know, do examination. I think you could be headed into menopause. I was like, what? Yes. And she checked my uterus and she was like, in my cervix, she's like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. And I was like, well, how long? And because I've, you know, like you, yes. I was like, well, okay, nine months, a year. You're like, oh, this means I'm going to have some wacky periods for a little bit. Right. And then they're just going to end. Yes. And yay. Maybe no a few more hot flashes. Right. People talk about a hot flash is fine. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. And she looked at me with a straight face, Meg. Yeah. And said, oh, it can last three to 10 years. Looked you in what? your eyes and said, three looked to me. 10 years. With no laughter, no, no hug. She didn't no give me a beer, nothing. <laughs> she was just like, this is your life. And I was like, that is not acceptable. No. No, ma'am. Yes. And I looked at her and said, wait, what? And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I just started crying. Yes. I was like, I cannot feel like this. Right. For three, I was hoping for the three. But 10 years? Yeah. Yes. No one tells you that. I know. No one tells you. That's the thing that no one told me that I feel like we need everyone to hear. Yeah. This is not a short no. thing in your life. This is a marathon experience. Yes. And marathons suck. I'm sorry, guys. All you runners out there, <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> but you cannot deny that training for a marathon is hard. Right. And after a marathon, you're not doing a jig. Yeah. You're like, please hydrate me. I need a nap for 12 days. Right? I mean, so this is not fun. And all of those symptoms are normal. What? I know. You know, it's interesting because there's so many similarities as we look at puberty and menopause. I mean, of course there are. Like they're the huge, they're the two huge major hormonal transitions in the life of a woman. I have thought about this in the sense that I've recently had um, preteen daughters. My daughters are both mm-hmm. fully teenagers now. I find myself saying to parents who are younger than me that it's really not even like the teen years that are so hard or haven't been for my daughters. It's the lead up to the teen years that are completely off the rails where you never know which child you're going to get when she leaves her bedroom in the morning, the erratic mood swings, all of that. And it's like, okay, that lasted for a couple of years, not 10 years, but that right, lead up, God. yeah, thank goodness, that build up, that lead up, that on-ramp to puberty, it wasn't yep. short. It was a it was a long stretch of time. And it makes sense as we think about it, like on a mm-hmm. rational level, it may not be fun, right. but it does make sense that as we move into yes. this last major hormonal transition in our lives, there's going to be a big, long on-ramp 
onto it and it you is. can't get off once you're on it. No. <laughs> and you can't and you can't do anything. Like I mean, you could have your ovaries removed, but then you get to you get to dive into it immediately and that's really harsh on a system. Yeah. And a mental health situation, but that's it. You're just in this for the for the ride and it's not the best ride. It's super hard and Meg, I remember learning. So yes, I've had seven babies, six babies. And I, but I nursed my seventh who is adopted mm-hmm. and uh, in, induced lactation. And I looked into all sorts of things after number four or five, because I was like, my mental memory yes. is really bad. Yeah. And my husband thought, wow, you're just getting old. I was like, stop, I'm not. But I remember researching and finding out that our brains, mm-hmm. like the actual brain does not go back to quote normal until three to six months after we're done nursing. Oh, wow. Not after pregnancy, after nursing, because nursing still creates all these hormone changes. And so our bodies are, quote, not ourselves until we're fully, quote, weaned off of it. And so I realized I hadn't been in my typical mind for more than decades. But now it's the same thing with menopause. Yeah, It's going to be a while, and it's going to take... A long time to to get this right. I will say that it's interesting that you you kind of mentioned this, but for me, this has been one of the other big things that I've noticed besides the completely erratic mood swings. No one mm-hmm. told me that I would feel like everyone in my family was gaslighting me <laughs> about something they told me that I oh straight up gosh. forgot. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent, Meg. I my the <laughs> biggest example comes from my oldest daughter, Daisy, um, whom you all have okay. heard on the show a few times. She's seventeen. She's a junior in high school. She's has a ton of activities, and she needs a lot of support from me, okay. a parent, to helping her in you know getting to places and remembering. Okay. Like you have early morning rehearsal. So like just this week, she was like, "Okay, now, mom, don't forget the ensemble contest is this weekend. It's on Saturday." And I was like, "What?" I I was like I have a massage booked for Saturday. What time do Sorry. you? Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, she was like, Mom, I told you, and I'm con. I I actually do believe her. I'm sure she did tell me, and sure. I made this very very beginner mistake, <laughs> noob mistake of not okay. writing it down somewhere. Oh yeah, I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. But truly, the. The, I don't want to say it's like memory loss because I actually have done some reading on this too. It's just, it's more like, um, mem- like brain fog slash yes. memory yep. challenges. Like the memory is Let's go there. with memory. Yeah. It, we just can't recall it. Yes. It's not, it's memory recall is, is very weak. Yes. And yes. I tell my family the least reliable place for me to store information is in my own brain right now. <laughs> Yes, that that will that is not where we need to go. So yep. you're going to have to write it on something. Yep. But you're going to have to put it where I will see it. Yes. You cannot put it on a piece of paper and lay it on my desk and expect me to remember <laughs> to look there. No, you're going to I'm like I'm like a, a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> like put put those things in front of my face when I walk to get my chai in the morning. Yes. There needs to be notes. Mom. This is what we're doing. Yes. A little path of post-its through the house. That would work great. <laughs> yes. We had to create a family calendar with alerts yes. so that mom remembers. I have to take my antidepressant every morning now. And I don't remember. I had to set an alarm. Katie Cobb sends me a message every morning oh, at 730. That's a good friend. Take your mess. But yeah, it's a brain fog that feels like everyone else 
is idiots. Like they all clearly did not tell me right? these dork, dorks, all of you. you. You are all dropping the ball. Yes. So I actually found a study from 2012. They, uh, a group of women researchers gathered 230 women that were ages 33 to 55. And they just did some interviewing about their perceived cognitive function. And 60% of those women noticed an unfavorable memory change. That's what we should call it, Mindy. Unfavorable memory Un- change. Yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> so here are some of the things they reported. They reported problems with recall of words and numbers. Yes. Disruption in everyday behavior, be like losing household items. The amount of time I spend looking for my AirPods every day is criminal. <gasps> shut up, Meg. Shut up. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. That is my family. It's like this joke now. They're like, okay, she needs them again. We, they bought me an AirTag. Oh yeah. And they, they got me the upgraded AirPods that beep. Yes. Because they're all sick of me going, where are they? So now it's like this joke every, uh, every day, twice a day or so. Yep. My son, my 13 year old has to go find my AirPods. I, I'm Meg. I'm I right there you, with Meg. you. I see you, Mindy. <laughs> we are in this together. Absolutely. You at least have some good systems in place. I haven't even upgraded my life to those s- systems to make this better. Well, they were costly, <laughs> costly lessons. Let's just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Now, Meg, I want you to know that I forgotten until you just said it, that forgetting the names of items is a symptom. It was one of the ones after the irritability and everyone's being jerks in my life mm. kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. I was worried I had Alzheimer's. Yeah. Like I really and seriously got concerned and started looking it up and be like, oh my gosh, at what point do I tell my husband? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. Do I wait till I can't remember his name? Do I remember wait till I can't get home? Like I know. at what point when I can't think of the word spatula? Yep. Yes. And then Google made me feel better. So guys, we're here to tell you, we're not saying you'll never have Alzheimer's or something. Please hear us out. If you have real, much more major things going on, talk to somebody. But this is all normal. And does that not feel like you're losing your mind? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Especially for people like me and you who are podcasters, who spend a lot of time on microphone. I'm like, Uh, not being able to pull up those words. That's like an occupational hazard for me. (laughs) It is. And it's embarrassing when they're like, do you mean the spoon? Like, yes, that's the word I mean. Thank you so much. And they're like, (laughs) okay. And a part of these mood changes, the unusual irritability, I want to go ahead and add some anger. Yeah. Unusual irritability, I can tap into, you know, can peek into anger. Yes. And I started giggling when I realized and fully embraced and wanted to go hug the characters in Fried Green Tomatoes where she starts yelling, Tawanda, and smashing things and accepting her season of perimenopause. Mm -hmm. And I thought about the other day where she, she pulls into the parking lot. I don't know if you know the scene, but it stuck with me forever. She's about to pull in a parking lot spot and these two young girls zoom in mm-hmm. and she's like um excuse me and they're like sorry haha we're younger and faster and she sits there for a minute and she sits there for a minute and she is so mad and then she starts ramming their car <laughs> and says haha i'm older and i have better insurance bye and i like totally feel that because there are times when 20 year olds or something are like oh ha 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 and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna pinch you like you have no idea what this mental life is like right now and I'm just gonna imagine that I'm ramming my queer car right now (laughs) 
I am not kidding you when I say that <laughs> this morning I I wrote on a post-it note <laughs> and texted my friend Julie, who you all know from the show. Um, I was, I mean, Mindy, I'm just gonna say before we start recording, I was in a bit of a mood. Um, I am exhausted on all levels. Sure. My yeah, one of my my mom's in the hospital, and then in the midst of all of that, my two-year-old is a bad sleeper in general, but sometimes it's real bad. And last night was real bad. He got me up at three. He went back to sleep. I did not. I wrote on a post-it today is not the day and I am not the one. (laughs) I was like, this is the vibe for today. Reach. I remember my grandmother saying on her 70th birthday, I'm 70 and now I can say anything I want. And we all sat there and we're like, when has that not been what you're doing? But that is another symptom. I have, I'm almost like a different person, but like, I don't know. It's like spider woman or something. I'm like enhanced. Yes. Those enhancements are not fully appreciated by everyone in my life, Meg. (laughs) And that's okay. But I have kind of become okay with that. Like, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to tolerate that. And I'm not going to let you speak to me like that. Or I'm not going to be quiet. Or I'm not going to tolerate all sorts of things that I kind of tolerated. Yeah. But this new hormone surge is like, hey, you should you should not be quiet. You should go ahead. It's like I have that little devil on my shoulder. Right. The devil's okay louder than the angel yeah. these days. <laughs> go ahead and say it. And and I don't know about you, but my what were you what would you say emotionally? Did you see you changing? Um during this or where are you in this? How about like how about that? I guess we could even like just disclose what our ages are. Although just yeah. like, just like when we talk about puberty, just, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. girls get their first period at all different ages. And then, you know, the puberty is a whole span of time. Right. Um, so I am 44 right now, I'll be 45 in June. And I would say last fall is the first okay. time that I, I recognize like the mood swings, the, the changes also, as you were just saying, the sort of just like, I'm just going to say the thing that I used to, you know, <laughs> keep hold back. I, I'm just going to say it. So I would say yeah. like solidly mid forties. I okay. am feeling okay. this. Have you noticed right. the and same I, kind of timeline? Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. I am. I'm 51. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 52 in April. I noticed about six years ago. Okay. But it was awkward because we had just adopted our baby girl yeah. and I induced lactation yeah. at 45. And so... My body was like probably head in and was like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> so mm-hmm. about a year later, and then of course all the emotional with that. She has Down syndrome and, and yes. we were in the hospital, blah, 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 blah. It was an adoption. <laughs> Just a lot of things there that affected my mental health. And so I put the blame on all of that for a really long mm-hmm. time. Right. Yeah. Until that doctor's appointment. She's like, yeah, there's, you're, not only did you just go through all that. But guess what? Yay, you're in perimenopause. And that's when she looked at me straight faced yes. and wanted to smack her. But yes. so I would say mid late forties is when I started. So now I'm I'm farther into it. I have gone. So the things that I started doing though, Meg, like I dyed my hair blue. Mm-hmm. My family was like, um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Then I started reading books that we had kind of banned as a family <gasps> without telling anyone. I just started reading them all. Mindy, you rebel. <laughs> I was. My husband was like, what is going on? Then this this is this is how much of a change. I kind of want you to understand. Okay. I started wearing pants. I had only worn skirts and dresses. Okay. I did for not know t- that eight about to ten you. years mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. And then I started drinking alcohol again after twelve years of not drinking alcohol at all. Okay. And so my husband 
was, what is happening? Yeah. And in his defense, Meg, and I'm sharing this part because as our bodies are changing and as we're struggling with this emotionally and mentally, we can forget to include our partners because A, we're not aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. B, no one talks about it to us. So we feel like we shouldn't talk about it. And then C, it has been put in a really, really negative light Mm -hmm. that this quote, women losing their mind or feeling, you know, whatever is embarrassing. And I can't believe women do this. And it's, oh my gosh. And only women who are not handling themselves well will be these types of women. Mm. And that's a lie. Yeah, it is such a lie. And so we can forget to include our partners. So I wasn't talking to Paul about any of it because I was struggling and trying to figure things out. And I was like, no one's going to tell me what to do. And I'm doing all these things. Yeah. Until Meg, the day I started wearing pants and just announced it on Instagram, which is not good. Y'all don't do that. (laughs) And didn't even tell my husband. He like said, can we meet for a second? Yeah. I mean, Matt, I was running errands and he he came to my window and said, babe, are you leaving me? Oh, (laughs) And I just wanted to cry, but also kind of laugh because I was like, oh, my God. No, of course not. But then when I stepped back and looked at it from his point of view for everything I had been doing the last eight months, all these really huge changes with zero conversation, Mm -hmm. I really was kind of like yelling to Wanda and smashing things. And I should have given him a sledgehammer, too, and said, hey, I'm going to smash these things. Would you like to smash them with me? And this is why. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And so mentally, I was in a place where I was really hurting and mad and struggling and making these changes to become more of who I wanted to be in midlife in general. But I left him out of it. And y'all, we really need to not do that. We need to make sure. And it's one of the reasons I wanted us to have this is if you can hear us talk about it on the airwaves, mm-hmm. talk to your besties and talk to your partner if you have a partner because they're your first line of defense and mm-hmm. support. And if we leave them out, we're leaving ourselves more vulnerable. And I didn't realize that for a really long time, Meg. And yeah, that, that affected my mental health. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting, too, if your partner is a man, men are sort of conditioned with this midlife change being a midlife crisis, right? Correct. And the sort of cultural understanding of midlife crisis is that men just like, they like burn it down. Like they leave their marriages. They, you know, find a pretty young new women in their life. They, hottie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hottie. Uh, they buy a sports car. They might like quit their job. Like it's, it's associated with the, like these big, like I'm, I'm burning it down. I'm going through the midlife crisis. I'm changing everything. And so if your partner is a man and you're talking about like, I'm going through these changes, it's midlife, it's normal. They may even subconsciously associate that with is our marriage ending it. Right. Are you going to leave your job or, you know, like without conversation around it, they may, right. as your husband did, may feel like what is going on here? And what is this, you know? who is this person? What is happening in our dynamic? There could be a lot of questions on their end. And so I think you're so right that conversation with the people that are closest to us. um, Yeah, but we're not, we're not encouraged to do that. And so Meg and I are here to say, please do that because A, it'll help you process more because I still at that, that day, I still didn't realize what was going on. I still didn't realize it was hormonal. Mm -hmm. I just was like, see ya peeps. I'm so tired of all y'all. So clearly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But did you know that it's still coded, um, perimenopause is still coded as female hysteria? What? So, yes, that is a true story. My doctor looked at me that day when I was crying and talking about it. No! 
I yes, reject she, that. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, said, I rebuke that said, phrase. <laughs> she said, she turned to me and she goes, oh, well, guess what I have to live with as a female doctor? You know how I have to code this? Female hysteria. No, I, I, I hate I, it. Kid you not. It comes from a Greek word, which is why it's hysterectomy, right. you know, which means uterus. But guys, come on. Like, and so for a long time, hysteria was only associated with women. And it was viewed as hugely negative. Like yes. these women are losing their minds. They're hysterical. And I won't even tell you the practices. No, I know. Uh-uh, we're not going to go there. But y'all, somebody who is listening, who can help us out, please freaking change that coding. That needs to be banished. We, we have to figure out a different term, Meg. But female hysteria, no thank you. That is unacceptable. I hate it. And it's canceled. <laughs> Did you also know that, and this is, so we're, we want to have fun in all these conversations, but we also are learning, Meg and I, as we prep for, for these episodes. Sure. And one of the things I learned that I did not know at all is that there is such a thing as menopausal schizophrenia. So okay. if you are struggling majorly with big mood swings to where you're scared, sure, or you're yes. hearing something that isn't there, you're seeing something, guys, that unfortunately is much more common than anyone knows. I did not know that. So, yeah, yeah, you need to go talk to your doctor. I think that's... ASAP. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And I think as we talk about, as we kind of wrap up this part of our conversation, that's the thing that just keeps coming to mind for me. We don't want it to sound hopeless. Like, we're no. still living our lives. We're thriving. Right. You know, it's funny that you brought up Spider Woman because when you said that, I thought about the Spider-Man movies when, he, when Peter Parker first gets his powers and he doesn't know what to do with it. Like he's so <gasps> awkward and it doesn't like nothing oh works gosh. right. Nothing feels right. He, but once he like learns to like sort of harness the awesomeness that being a, a superhero is and learns how to use his powers, he becomes this superhero, but it's very awkward and uncomfortable. And he doesn't know what he's doing in the beginning. And like, I kind of feel like that's pretty great metaphor oh for this. God. I think you're right because Miles Morales and I love Spider-Verse. That's yes. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And he's young and he doesn't understand. But you know what else the beautiful thing in that movie is? And we're, y'all bear with this. This is a good analogy. Stick with okay. it. <laughs> All of the other spider people yeah. are the ones that help him. And yes. they're the ones that say, this is normal. You have to figure it out. You're going to learn we're here for you. Right. But we need you to not go to this battle right now because you're not quite there yet. Yep, exactly. And I love that they came alongside him. Yes. That's, that's what we're really trying to do. We're like in it, but we're also yes. coming alongside you. Well, and too. mental illnesses, guys, can um, worsen. And yeah. Pause. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was going to say. So many of these things that we're talking about, these symptoms, I cannot say this strongly enough, go to a healthcare provider, whatever that looks like for you. If you need to start with your gynecologist, I personally went to a hormone specialist and not only found some practical relief, but just felt so heard and so like normalized and had a fantastic experience with going to someone who specializes in hormones. And so, you know, whatever that looks like for you, maybe you're more like naturally minded and you want to go to like a naturopath or somebody sure. in that mode of treatment. Just one of the most important things I hope that we can really emphasize is you do not have to suffer. Yes, yes, this is normal and it's common and we're all going through it, but you do not have to deprive yourself of help and support in it. 
just amen. Just go see somebody, whatever that looks like for you, whatever resources you have available to you. I think is yes. the biggest thing I want to say in terms of like oh, I agree. resources for help. Yeah, other resources. I'm I'm going to just encourage therapy. You mm-hmm. know, um, I think everyone can benefit from it. If you're coming from a place where your faith teaches you, Mimi, that's not great. Talk to your your faith person yeah. and, and, and talk to them about, okay, who else can help me with this? Yes. Um, because I started having suicidal thoughts and that's when I realized mm. my PMDD was getting worse. Yeah. And that's what she said. She goes, yeah, oh yeah, that's going to get worse now. I was like, oh, great. Fantastic. Right? Oh, I was, that reminds me really quickly. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Um, no. Even if you, uh, it, depression and anxiety is one of the things right. that I read, like can really ramp up during this time. So like for me, I've had both depression and anxiety. And so it, <laughs> it makes sense as all of these hormones are fluctuating. Yes. That pre-existing things that I was already working on managing are going to really come to the surface. And so, yeah, all of these, like you said, they are PMDD worsened for me, anxiety, depression worsened, which is all the more reason to be like, I need some support to make it through this season. Yeah. So the only other resources I would add guys, um, awesome's your doctor, of course, talk to them. I couldn't do the hormone therapy because suicidal thoughts could be increased sure. for me and my struggles. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to do that. I know this is not fun thing to hear right here, but exercise really exercise. can help. Yeah. Even fine. Even walking is right. so good yes. and great. It is, and, and there are all sorts of documented benefits of hiking where you're walking and you don't have to hike fast. That's just walking in nature. Yes. Um, yeah. For that, talk to your partner. Yoga and meditation can also really help. Yes. So as yeah. we're talking about our mental struggles and our emotional, we're going to need to watch what we're eating, which is really unfair. And that's another episode we're going to talk about. Yes. We will talk about nutrition our, and other Our time. nutrition and yeah. our desire to eat all the things, but we need to watch that. And it really says to cut out tobacco mm-hmm. and then um, less alcohol, which is, I think, ironic because it's when I've most been like, please give me a drink right now. Pour me a drink. Yes. Pour me a drink. So those things. And then I just want to add the best one that has really helped me, Meg. And it's why this series being on Sort of Awesome is perfection. I really think friends and talking with our friends yes, and walking alongside one another mm-hmm. can be one of the best therapeutic things for this season, just like it was for me when I was pregnant and having a newborn and joining motherhood. As I go into this season, I have realized why all the movies with older Mm -hmm. women really focus on friendships. So as you need help processing and talking about your mental health, get your friend and have a real honest conversation. Great so much. That's a great way to wrap up that part of our conversation. And believe it or not, we still have more that we want to cover with you guys today about this part of midlife. And we're going to get to that when we come right back. Okay, friends, here's something you need to know. You probably aren't getting enough electrolytes. I know I wasn't getting enough and I didn't even know it either. So I'm so grateful that I've learned so much more about electrolytes from Element Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. And that means lots of salt with no sugar. Element contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio. It's got 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs, and it's perfectly suited to people following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. Here's the thing about electrolyte deficiency. It can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue 
fatigue, weakness. Recently, I had a migraine headache that I just could not shake. None of the usual remedies were working. Kyle suggested I maybe should try some electrolytes. I started hitting that element hard and within 48 hours, the migraine was gone. Element is so sure you will love their product and come back for more that they are offering you a free Element sample pack. That's eight single serving packets free. You just cover the cost of shipping and that's $5 for US customers. Get yours at drinkelement.com awesome. This deal is not available on their regular website. You must go to D-R-I-N-K lmnt.com slash awesome. Element offers a no questions asked refund. So try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Okay, so as I talk about all the time, I am always listening to something, whether it's a podcast or an audiobook, even a YouTube video, my earbuds are constantly in use. But you guys, I have never heard anything like Dipsy, and I am already obsessed. So here's what you need to know. Dipsy is an app that combines storytelling and sexual wellness. When I open the Dipsy app, I can choose from a sexy story to listen to or an audio guide to a topic I might like to know more about, or I can even choose a sound if I'm only in the mood to drift off to sleep. This female-founded company was created with the idea that sexuality is as mental as it is physical. So they set out to make a sex-positive experience for anyone who wants a little guidance and how to feel good in your body, to live shame-free, to voice your preferences and state your boundaries, and to experience pleasure. Not only do I absolutely adore the soundscapes they've created, I'm also checking out the stories in the wellness sections too. And friends, here's a little secret just between us. I even took their short audio course on how to sext with confidence. I'm fully obsessed with Dipsy. I really want you to check it out too. For listeners to this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash awesome. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash awesome. That's dipsystories.com slash awesome. Okay, Mindy, we are back. And this is a thing that I I hope that Sort of Awesome has played a role in normalizing as we've been on the air for all of these years. Yeah. And that's just talking more frankly and more candidly about our monthly cycles, about the reality of periods and products that are helpful along the way. We've certainly talked about that. We've talked about it in the context of like postpartum issues. Well, here's the thing, Mindy, no one told me, first of all, that ultra tampons exist. <laughs> And that I would need to buy them in bulk. <laughs> like oh I God. was unprepared for um, period changes. And I know moving into heavier cycles, uh, I'm sorry, heavier flow. That's just like one of the chaotic things that happens in midlife, right? It is. No one told me I might need a transfusion after day one of my cycle of my bleeding that totally caught me off guard I had no idea that my cycles were going to be chaos like I really thought it was going to be like off a few days and then you go a really long stretch yes maybe once and then I'm really and then you're done who who put this idea in our minds Mindy that's exactly what I thought that's not it (laughs) no that is not it you guys it is totally like when you get your breast buds and you know your period's coming eventually yes yeah. But you don't know when. There oh. will be no warning. So yeah. you are like a pre-adolescent girl who has to carry around the products. supplies. Yes. You have to carry around supplies 
all the freaking time. Yep. You cannot go anywhere. Meg, I was trying to do this really special hike. I'm a hiker. I love hiking. And it's called Angel's Landing at mm. Zion. And I was so excited. And it's a very big deal. You have to get a bus and you go to the thing and then oh, you yeah. hike. Yeah. And and if you don't do the hike, that's your only shot. I go to the bathroom. Sorry, my period. No. Yes. Day 40 or something. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm having to make the decision. Okay. Do I turn around and this is my shot and I miss it? Or do I just risk it and like too bad, so sad for all of you are going to see me bleed. <laughs> and you're not going to believe it. Two 20-year-old girls walked in and I just said, this is really random. But do you happen to have a tampon? And they did. <laughs> oh, bless the 20-year-old. I know. Now, I had a tampon in my other backpack, but not in that one. Right. And I, but y'all, this is what we're talking about. You cannot... Be unprepared or your body is going to say, hey, guess what? You're going to start. Similar thing. I just had my first 28-day cycle ever for for my, I'm again, I'm 44. For all of these years, I have been 30 to 32 days, give or take. So had my first 28-day cycle ever and discovered it in the hospital bathroom as I'm visiting my mother who's critically ill and just like all of the stresses. I go to the bathroom, I'm like, Okay. okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> well, and that's part of the chaos that I didn't understand. Not only are your cycles going to be shorter and longer and shorter and longer, longer, yeah. longer, shorter, shorter, whatever. Yeah. There is no rhyme or reason. No. I mean, your body knows. <laughs> your body has some kind of freaked out weirdo plan, but it does not tell you. But what I mean is I didn't have any more warning signs. Typically, yeah. pre this season, I could tell. I had certain Physical symptoms that told right? me I have 24 to 48 hours and, and then I'm starting. Yes. Those are those are off the table. Oh, Meg. Mindy, I thank you for saying that because like I don't even get cramps anymore, which is like a great thing. I mean, that's awesome, I guess, except that usually I feel a little crampy before, you know, maybe, you know, you'd have those moments where you're like, oh, did I start? And you go to the bathroom yep. like, oh, no, didn't start yet, but it's going to come right. any day. Correct. Yeah. It's like a dashboard light. You have a dashboard yeah. light. Yes. And you prepare. A little warning light. There yeah. are no warning lights. No, now. no. It's Mm-mm. literally, I mean, I do track my periods and we've talked about this before because we do natural family planning and, and since we're both still fertile, I definitely still track. So like, I know the broad range when it's going to happen, but even still the, the little, like, as you get closer to it, the daily, the hourly things of like, I'm about to start. No, no. No, no, she gone. And now it's just surprise. And I it's was happening. very in tune with my body also, Meg, because I we also use natural family planning. So I learned a lot about my body and I learned to watch and interpret. Yes. And I was like, I was really proud. Like I had like a bachelor's degree in this in, in my mind. Like <laughs> I know. Too. Yes. No, ma'am. Now that's gone. That knowledge is no longer mine to experience. And yep. it I've, I've had 28, I've had 42, I've had 26, I've had 45. Yeah. I'm right now, today I checked my app, I'm at day 61. Previously, okay. I went 189 days. <gasps> yeah. So, so I'm getting there. I really that wanted to hit months. 200, but my body wouldn't, wouldn't cooperate. So yeah. the thing that's happening is that we are making less of the follicle stimulating hormone. Yes. So as that drops, which is the hormone that causes ovulation, we we experience these changes in our cycle. And yes. it's all related to that. And yeah. the thing is, like, you can go in and get tested to see if you're in your head in, or you're in perimenopause. 
But that's not the best indicator because that test only tests for that day, that moment. And our hormones are constantly changing during this. So estrogen fluctuates eventually to very low level. Progesterone stops during our menstrual cycle when there's no ovulation, which could be happening. Mm-hmm. And then after our final period. Yeah. But, and, but this is the one that actually ticks me off. Then I, we're, I'm going to have conversations with God about eventually. <laughs> Testosterone hits its peak in our 20s. Okay. But then it goes down to half of its peak during during perimenopause. Ovaries continue to make this even when estrogen stops. Oh, interesting. Doesn't that explain some facial hair things? Yes, oh, it yeah, does. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. it does. Yeah. Thank you very much. I didn't need a beard when I was also heading into the season. That is completely unfair. But it never stops. It declines. So all these changes mean your period is kind of like a really unhealthy family member that gives you no warning no boundaries no boundaries gives you some really crappy advice just shows up randomly and you can't ask it to leave that's that's what's happening here it's the worst yes it is true and truly like i'm talking about like my period has gotten so crazy heavy but the symptoms, I mean, it's, it is pure chaos. Your cycles might be longer or they might be shorter. Then when you have your actual period, it, you might have just spotting or you might have super long periods. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, it truly can be all over the place, not to mention the surprise factor and the, and the absolute change in your premenstrual symptoms. Like I said, right. I don't have cramps anymore, which again, I am not complaining about that. I think we should at least have a few good things. I, I, I do agree that the, I don't have cramps anymore either. And that those also yeah. lessened when I started using a diva cup, which was also great. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to go ahead and burst people's bubble. If you use a cup, which I love, um, guess what? You, you're going to have to change that a whole lot more often on day one and two. Yeah. And you need to hear us on that because you do not need to leave your house thinking, I'm covered. I have a cup. Oh, girlfriend, guess what? You better not think you're ready to go 12 hours because that is totally not happening. No, no, no. Yeah. Even if you like, I've always, I've been a person who's had pretty light periods for lots of years in the past, but no. And the interesting thing is I did not realize that this was part of the on-ramp if perimenopause because I had children so late, comparatively speaking, the twins being born when I was 35 and then Nico when I was 41. And so there's also a normalcy of like having heavier periods after a baby and those types of things. And so I thought that's what was happening, but no, it's actually just, it's part of moving into the season of life. Midlife. Welcome to it. And yeah, I mean, you need to have products in every space. So resources, guys, your doctor, of course, like you do need to have a regular doctor now. It's kind of like when you have an OB that you use, if you're wanting to have children, um, more than one child, you need to have that relationship that I will say having a doctor that you can really talk to during this season is really a game changer. When I found one who saw me and heard me and commiserated with the female hysteria and just all of it, it changed how I felt about going and talking to my doctor yes, about it. Yes, absolutely. And that was like step one in 
and towards embracing and accepting what's going on here. Yes. But y'all, I'm not kidding when I say I have products stashed. It's kind of like yes. when you're potty training a toddler. Yeah. You're going to need to have. Which I'm doing, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're just having a full-on party. You need to have them in your car. You need to have them in your husband's car. You need to have them in every purse. You need to have them um, at, at, at somebody's house if you go to them often. And they're like your mom or something who isn't menstruating anymore. That You need to have supplies there. Yes. Do not leave yourself unprotected because it will happen. Yeah. There are over-the-counter items that can ease, you know, and talk, you know, help you with this. But these are my two favorites. No, these are my three favorites. Your doctor. Mm-hmm. Make your doctor your friend. Yes. Secondly, I really think screaming randomly outside is a really great idea. Look at you with your yeah. non-conventional therapeutic I options. Think, like, I totally get why women back in other times were allowed to do this. And now it's like, no, ma'am, please don't do that. Ma'am, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Ma'am, this is Trader Joe's. Put your caramelized (laughs) onion dip down and get out of here. Go into the woods and have a good cathartic scream and just let it out. And and then the last one, again, friends. Our friends are our peers and talking to them. And I love that I can text people. I'm like, oh, great. Day 167. Here we go. You know, and they're not going to be like, why are you talking to me about this? You know what I mean? Like, you need people who are going to talk to you about it and make it okay. Just like pregnancy. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't, man, if my friends didn't want to talk about hemorrhoids and cramps and all of these things that I was like, what is happening to this body? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We need them now too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also am going to say, I'm going to totally co-sign all of your resources. I am going to experiment with that and I'll report back. I'll, I'll consider it a, an experiment for the awesome nation. I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let yeah. you do it. I will. I will. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I will do it just to see, because honestly, Mindy, my periods have gotten so heavy that on the first day, the first like full day, mm-hmm. it's almost to the point where I can't leave the house. And I don't, no, I feel like I now it's like really, that, Meg. Uh-huh. yeah, it's beginning to interfere with like my day-to-day yeah. life Yeah, that okay. it's gotten so heavy. And again, it's not painful, right? It's just that heavy of a flow that I am like, I can only leave like for a few minutes, like <laughs> that I got to be back here to no to, that. And that you know. is, that is a real thing. I mean, yeah. I've, I've known people and it's on there guys, the list doctors say that can be a thing and that, yeah. That's a huge interference. I mean, imagine working women outside know, the home. Of yes. A doctor or somebody who has to walk around and go see a bunch right? of people. Oh, my yes. gosh. I can't even. So, yeah, that's a great idea to try diet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just experiment. See what happens. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, even if nothing changes, at least I'll know, well, I tried that. So that's right. But maybe it could help your sleep. It could, could help. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Well, we Mindy and I thought it would be fun and funny if we kind of rounded out these conversations with telling stories as, about how we are realizing that we're in some ways turning into our mothers. So <laughs> Mindy, do you have a good I do. story of that from, uh, that you noticed in yourself? I'm becoming my mom in that I have zero tolerance for those who don't do their jobs. My mom Ooh, was okay. a charge nurse in a hospital. Yeah. She was excellent at it. And people got frustrated with her because she would call them out. And mm-hmm. she did not put up with slackers. And I have realized in my job the last two years, I do not do well with that. And I, I call them out. 
I yeah. do it lovingly, but I'm like, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not going to let you do this. And it reflects poorly on me, yeah. but it's also not acceptable. Do your freaking job. Right? My mom would call out doctors. Like who oh, does nice. that? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and the workplace. But you know what? I've, I've felt her as I've talked to people and I've mm. challenged them and said, I need you to do a better job. Yeah. I expect this. This is what I do. I'm holding the bar also. Yeah. And I kind of have, my mom is gone and she's been gone for 13 years, but I kind of feel her going, at a girl, Mindy. Yes. <laughs> that is definitely not premenopausal Mindy because premenopausal Mindy would fix it. She sure. would take up the slack because she wants yeah. everyone to feel good and be happy and all look good. Perimenopausal Mindy is like, nope, that's your job. Do your freaking <laughs> job. Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, this is what I'm talking about. This is the new superpower that we're yes. developing or just kind of, we got to learn how to harness it for exactly. sure. For okay. Sure. What about, what about you? How are you becoming your mother? Oh my gosh. It's, it took, it goes back to the conversation that we had earlier about the words thing. I can remember as a teen and, and yeah, I would say teen is when my mom was like really in the, in the hype of this stage of life. We'd be at church or, you know, in a doctor's office or just like chit chatting with neighbors. And my mom would be like, she would forget words that are like so (laughs) obvious and just like, what? How do you forget that? And I would be so freaking embarrassed. And now I'm like, oh no, it's me. Oh, oh no, I'm (laughs) I'm the one. But again, truly, and it's really surreal for someone who, like, this is my job. Talking is my job. And, and so, you're an intelligent woman. Yes. And it's just, not like you aren't well-read and well-spoken right, yes. and well-educated. I have and a degree yet. in English. <laughs> and then to not be able to pull words up as I need them is a little bit alarming, but I do remember my mom doing that. And, and I do think this is why it's good to have these conversations, especially with our kids and be like, Hey, I know it's a little weird and awkward when your mom can't remember the word spatula. (laughs) I love that example, (laughs) but listen, it's just a phase and, uh, and we're going to make it through. And it's normal. This is normal. normal. This is not unusual. This it's not just me. There are millions of women around the world today who forgot the word spatula. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, Mindy, this was so good. Thank you so much again for bringing this idea and bringing the energy and bringing the resources. This has been so great. I'm so thankful. So before we wrap up, just remind everybody where we can find you in all of the places. Okay. I am grateful for Grace on Instagram. You can also find me at Bookend Homeschoolers. And Every once in a while, I'm over at Currently Reading. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Well, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg on social media. And you can find Sorta Awesome on all of the platforms. Just search for Sorta Awesome. Hashtag Sorta Awesome if you want us to find your conversation and what you are talking about that is related to some of the things we're talking about. We would love to hear that for sure. So Awesome, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see y'all next time. 